What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. We are in the building. It is Take Your Pick'em. It is Monday, August 21st, 2023, and I am elated to come on and talk with, with all of you about today's Pick'em Slate and what good things might be in store for us there. Hopefully, we have a couple plays that we can put in your pockets that can help put some money in your pocket. And so once again, thank you guys for joining me as usual. For those of you that are out there, YouTube land, like, subscribe, turn on the notifications, and uh, please, that way you can be notified. The show's at 4.30 every day. For now, right before Grinders Live, we are trying to pave the way. And so we did have a question earlier that was coming from my good buddy, John Brown, saying, how do I find the prop shop? It's in the Roto Grinders Discord. If you have access to the Roto Grinders Discord, it's a free resource and a free channel there. Come in, hang out. A lot of smart people. Uh, besides myself, I don't know any everything and I can't know everything. And so that's why you have a, a resource of people that are able to help you out and talk through some things with you, bounce some ideas off of. Just a really great place for you to come and hang out. So once again, thank you guys for joining me. For those of you that are in the show, we're going to forego winning words of wisdom today. I know that's a staple of the show. I want to talk about an article. I did do an editorial and that editorial was just called, you know, the evolution of DFS salary cap versus pick them. And so if you're able to get that, I did drop the link to the article. Uh, Mike, what's up, brother? Good to see you. Uh, Mike is a long time, uh, not, not only friend of the show, friend of the prop shop. has been in the prop shop pretty much since it got started. So, uh, Michael, thank you, brother, for, for joining us as usual. Uh, I did drop the link of that article. Please go and read that article. Uh, if, if you're not into what I like to call the business of DFS, that you may not know what's happening. And I'm not going to get into the particulars, but what I will say is if you read the article, I think you'll get an idea of what's happening. So we want to support our pickup sites. We want to support Underdog, Price Picks, Thrive, um, uh, Sleeper, um, uh, Hot Streak. We, we want to support all those sites. We, we, want to, uh, we want them to have our support because we enjoy the product. We enjoy uh, the, the opportunities that it provides us. And so, you know, as a, as a really good alternative to a salary cap DFS, which I still participate in from time to time, and I think I'll participate in some salary cap DFS tonight. But primarily, I do enjoy the picking streets, and I believe you guys do as well, those of you that watch this show. So please check out that article. And if anything comes up in the future where you may be able to support our pick'em sites, whichever one it is, if they need our support, please lean in and try to do that. Obviously, obviously these guys are in to make money, but I do feel like most of the pick'em sites have the players in mind. All right, let's go over our recap from last week. As we closed out the week, uh, it was not going well uh, at the end of the week. We, we had a one and two closeout to the week. Just very interesting there. We had Michael Lorenzo. We wanted less than six hits. Uh, we took an L there. We wanted Seth Lugo, less than 30 and a half fantasy points against Arizona. Took an L there. We wanted Sandy Alcantara, less than 18 and a half pitching outs. We were able to grab that one. We're on the month right now. We're 25, 24, and 1. And this week, we're going to look to push the envelope, push the profits, and continue to get things done. We've got S4G here saying free Noah. Um, Noah is welcome into the chat. I, I, I did mistakenly. Uh, hit a button there on Noah last week for the live stream. So if this is a live stream issue, Noah, just hit me up, man, or, or uh, get J-Ro to send me a message, and I will happily uh, get that get that taken care of for you with the live stream. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. And let's hop into the place. So 
We've got a very interesting slate today. We did have a game that was canceled, uh, and that was the, the Angels and, and Reds game. That game has been removed from the docket. So we've only got a, a few games, only seven games. that Well, not seven games, but they're only seven games for the main slate. But we've got, we've got a couple less games. We've got nine games total that are available to us. First game starting at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so one of the first plays that I'm going to look at today, today we're going out to the Houston-Boston game, and that was going to be at 8.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going out to the Houston-Boston game, and that's going to be James Paxson. We've got James Paxson facing a really nice Houston lineup here. Uh, once again, as Houston has... Has got has become more healthy. We've seen that this team is playing better baseball, which is in fact normal, right? When that, when you have Altuve there, you have uh, Tucker back, and you have uh, Alvarez back, and Bregman's hitting okay. You should be playing better. They are going to get my good friend, one of my favorite baseball players, uh, Michael Brantley. They're going to get him back, uh, hopefully pretty soon before the season ends, and that will hopefully help to bolster this lineup. What we got from James Paxton today? is we want to attack his pitching outs. Now, across the industry, his pitching outs are sitting at 17 pitching outs. We want less than that projection. Houston has been a tough team to pitch around. We've seen James Paxton. Uh, on the season, he does have a 26, 26.3% K rate. He's got a 17.7% K rate to lefties, 28% to righties. But over the past 30 days, we've really seen that come down overall. He's at 21.4% total, 18.5% to lefties, 22.2% to righties. And the walks have come up a little bit to lefties over the past 30 days as well. Well, this isn't a team you want to be struggling with in the strikeout department or walks, especially to lefties. But Altuve, 13% carry rate, 13% walk rate. Once again, Paxton not walking righties as much as lefties. But my point is this is going to be a pretty patient team up top. And you've got to face Altuve. You've got to face Bregman, who the power numbers haven't been there. And the Woba hasn't been there. But the strikeout rate is still at 10%. Still making good contact, still has a 10% walk rate. Alvarez sitting with a 280 ISO, 409 Woba, does have a 24% K rate. Tucker, 284 ISO, 436 Woba, 10% K rate. Well, you've got to open up your start with these four bats. And then even as we come down here, we got Chaz McCormick, which has a uh, which is a very nice player today. 282 ISO, 454 Woba, 24.2% K rate, 9.5% walk rate. But you've kind of got to try to pitch your way around this team. This should yield us some good results in, in Houston, being able to run the pitch count up. They are at home. My assumption is they're going to have the roof closed because I'm sure it's probably about 100 degrees there, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. We've got 91 degrees, excuse me, at least. Uh, as you can see, we've got the little temperature gauge here at the top of the plate IQ, which is beautiful. Uh, but once again, I, I think he has a tough time. Um, I think he has a tough time pitching around this lineup. And so as a result, I believe this team will be able to run the pitch count up on him enough for him to not complete six innings. So that's what we're saying. Obviously, uh, at 17, we do have a push. We do have push potential today. I want to avoid the push potential. I'm hoping Houston can get to him early. When we look at what Paxton is throwing, we're going to see these mostly fastball. Uh, he's always been mostly a fastball guy, 55.6%. When we look at what this team has done against the fastball, you guys know, if you've lis listened to the show over an extended period of time, you know how I feel about this. Fastballs are balls that uh, professional hitters can hit if they can sit on it. Now, Paxton will have some movement on his fastball. Don't get me wrong. But a fastball is a pitch that this team can sit on, and they are uh, – he's throwing at about 55% of the time. Look at how the K rates come down overall. Only two guys here with fairly high K rates. Everybody else, very low K rates, very nice ISO. 
and I'm not sure if Houston's game plan is going to, game plan of attack is going to be able to swing early today, but they will see a fair amount of fastball. So I'm really excited about the Houston Astros against Paxton being able to score some runs and being able to put him on the board. We did have a question here from Michael. Michael says he's watching on mute right now at work. Are we taking Walker over Cade? Michael, I'm actually just going to fade Walker altogether. I don't, I don't have a, a good feel for, um, for him today. So I'm just going to take the full fade and that way, uh, no, uh, no money earned, no money lost. Uh, so I'm fading Walker today. Uh, if you're in the prop shop, I could do a little deep dive here after I get off the show and then we can kind of just, just bounce some ideas off each other in the shop. And, uh, hopefully that will help. Birdtown, Paxton, the pitching house. Yes, sir. That's our first play of the day. We've got Paxton. We want less than 17 pitching outs right out of the gate. All right, so we're going to move to our next play here. And we've got uh, another one here that I really like. Uh, hopefully this is a good one for us. So hopefully this guy can come in and do what he's supposed to do uh, in, in the pitching department. And so we're going to go with Paul Blackburn. Paul Blackburn is at two and a half earned runs allowed. I want less than that, that projection. Now, once again, if you've been watching the Kansas City Royals, I know you're going to say, well, man, this team has, has really started to take off. They've been hitting. I know if you look over the past 30 days, things look a lot better. One of the things Paul Blackburn has been able to do, he's been able to limit the damage. The Kansas City Royals are taking, uh, not only are they taking a park uh, downgrade, they're taking a weather downgrade as well. They've been playing out in Kansas City. It was very hot there. And now we're seeing they're going to open with, with 69-degree temperatures and, uh, and, and a ground ball pitcher and Paul Blackburn. And Paul Blackburn, definitely a guy that's been able to limit the damage mostly. Even if you look on the season, the ISO numbers, uh, overall 143, 130, the lefties, 152, the righties. I think this is a team he'll be able to limit the damage on. This team doesn't walk a lot. So as long as he's pitching well and pounding his own and getting these guys to get ground ball outs, I think we're going to see him be able to pitch a, a, a nice, solid game here uh, and, and, and limit the damage on this team. When we look at what Paul Blackburn is throwing, once again, if, if you've watched the show, you understand that guys that throw sinkers and gutters are guys that are typically going to keep the ball on the ground. He's throwing 26% sinker, 23% cutter. Paul Blackburn should be able to keep the ball on the ground against this team. We do have some nice power numbers here with Massey, Perez, Melendez, Waters. Like I see some of the power numbers there, but I still think with the way Paul Blackburn is pitching, this is a spot for him to come in at less than two and a half runs by the time he's done pitching. And hopefully Paul Blackburn doesn't embarrass us today and get lit up early. So uh, once again, I do like Paul Blackburn here. As, as we can see over the past uh, 30 days, we're going to pull those numbers up as well. The K rate has come up a little bit over the past 30 days, especially to lefties. It's come up about 2% to lefties, about the same to righties, right, which has pushed his overall numbers up about a percent. Uh, over the past 30 days. I still think this is a good spot for him. And then once again, you see the ISO numbers here. Really limiting writings over the past, <clears throat> excuse me, over the past month. Point less than 100 ISO uh, to right-handed hitters. So he will see a fair share of right-handed hitters. Well, when I say fair share, about half of the lineup, and then the other half is going to be lefties. But I still think this is a good spot for Mr. Blackburn. Come in, a team coming get a, 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 a ballpark shift and a weather shift, I think this is going to limit the Kansas City Royals' offensive output. So once again, that's Paul Blackburn at two and a half earned runs allowed. We want less than that projection. All right, we're going out. This is going to be our last one on the day. And let me check this one. I want to make sure I, – I, I want to see if we had this one 
on underdog. Yes, we do have it on underdog as well. So we've got it on both sites, which is great. Uh, we've got all of these plays on both sites, or at least at, uh, when I checked right before the show, we had it on both sites. And that's 2 Toussaint. I do like 2 Toussaint in salary cap DFS today because I do think there are some strikeouts in the Seattle lineup. But I also think 2 Toussaint uh, is still young. He's still working through it. He has some control issues. We've got him at four and a half hits. At four and a half hits, I want more than that projection for Tuki Tucson. One of the things about that we're going to see with Seattle, uh, listen, this is a high strikeout team. Strikeouts are available, but the power is here as well. We do have power in this lineup. And so as a result, with Tucson, he's at 23% on the season, 50% to lefties, 33% to righties. The walk rate is astronomical. So one of the things I'm hoping that this team can put the bat on the ball because if he walks too many guys, then guess what, folks? That's going to limit uh, the amount of hits that they can get on him. So I'm hoping uh, – I do want to, to perform well. I just want him to give up the hits that we need. And so as a result uh, – so, Eric, once again, Eric, this is a uh, this is a fantasy pick show. This isn't a, a DFS show, by the way. This isn't a salary cap show. So what we're trying to do is actually attack Tuki Tucson – so we we want Tuki Tucson to give up more than four and a half hits, which would mean which would mean that he gives up five hits. So once again, Eric, this is not a salary cap show. This is a fantasy pick'em show, and we have Tuki Tucson at four and a half hits, and we want more than four and a half hits. I still think once again, I still think Tuki will pick up a couple strikeouts because the Seattle Mariners will swing free. He does walk one too many guys, but I also think that they're going to be able to get a couple hits off of him. Today, so once again, we got two people soft wheel. Look at what he's throwing throwing a fair amount of curveball, throwing fastball, throwing sinker, throwing splitter. Uh, you guys know how I feel about guys that throw the splitter. Now, I don't think he throws it, he doesn't throw it enough, in my opinion, like a guy like say Gaussman or Kenta Maeda. Like those guys throw it a lot more frequently. He throws it a little bit, and maybe that keeps the bats off balance a little bit. But once again, when I look at this team, we're going to see curveball. Now, once again, on the curveball, this team isn't going to be elite. But because and look at the middle of this lineup, tons of strikeouts here. If the curveball's walking, get working, he'll probably see some strikeouts. We go back to the fastball. Everybody can hit the fastball. Don't worry, they've seen it pretty much since they've been playing T-ball. That's a that's a joke. Obviously, they're playing T-ball, ball sitting on the tee. Uh, but they've seen it since their earlier years playing uh, travel baseball and such. These guys can hit fastball. We look at the sinker. This is a ball that he wants to try and keep keep pitches on the ground, but it won't matter. This team can really hit the sinker. Once again, I do like Seattle today uh, overall, but I also like Tuki Tucson. I think I think there's one or two outcomes. I think Tuki, Tuki can pile up some strikeouts here if this team is swinging freely, but I also think this team gets hit, and they've got a lot of power. We probably will see a home run or two out of this particular lineup, but I also like Tuki Tucson. Once again, at four and a half hits, we want more than four and a half hits against Tuki Tucson. All right, folks, we're going to go over our recap. Don't forget, I did write an editorial today about the changing landscape in DFS. Please go and check that out. I I, um, I, I want us to kind of get on board here because the pick sites may, in fact, need our support later on. And so I think this will give you at least a little bit of insight um, in a palatable way without trying to uh, – I think it's, it's a creative way to try to give you some insight on what may be happening in the industry. All right. So we're going to go my recap and we're going to get you guys out of here. So at the top, we've got James Paxton at 17 pitching outs. We want less than that projection. We've got Paul Blackburn at two and a half earned runs allowed. 
We want less than that projection. And we've got Tuki Tucson at four and a half hits. We want more than that projection. Folks, I'm Chief. This has been Take Your Pick'em. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's get the sweep, and we'll see you tomorrow.